Uh, welcome uh, to the, another uh, episode of WA This Week. Uh, and what a week it's been, our first week back uh, in Parliament following the summer break. And, and I'm very disappointed to say that over that summer break, the, the behaviour of the Labor Party has not improved one little bit. Um, what have we seen in Parliament? We've seen a, a Premier, a Deputy Premier, Health Minister, other ministers who simply refuse to give clear and direct answers to questions uh, in Parliament. But more than that, we see the most appalling uh, behaviour again. We see name calling uh, and the like. This is a party that's got complete control of both houses of Parliament and yet they behave like a disorganised rabble. But, but moreover, they are simply not transparent. You know, <clears throat> that transparency I issue is no more uh, important uh, or, or no bigger than the refusal of the Premier and the Health Minister to release the modelling for the Omicron uh, variant of the COVID virus in our state. Now, the Premier tells us and the Health Minister tells us that they're basing their, uh, their decisions on the advice of the Chief, Chief Health Officer on the basis of science. Um, every other state in Australia is using modelling to predict what can happen with the Omicron virus because every state's a little bit different uh, and predict what they need to do in response to that and otherwise how they need to manage their hospitals and the like. And here we have in the state of Western Australia, despite the fact that Omicron entered Australia in November last year, they have not, uh, or they, they variously say they're not using the modelling and otherwise they refuse to release that modelling to the people of Western Australia. What have they got to hide? I mean, this is... Uh, really uh, something we've seen from the Labor Party. They continue to hide things. They won't give direct answers. They won't be straight with the people of Western Australia. It's one of the reasons I believe that people have lost so much faith in this government. Um, again, here we are, uh, we're, we're in the, the middle of, of February and we're, we're well past the date that the Premier promised an ironclad guarantee, a contract with the people of Western Australia that he would open the border if the people of Western Australia paid, played their part. The people of Western Australia did play their part. They got, vac they got double vaccinated. They've got triple vaccinated. They wear their masks. They do the social distancing. They check in with the QR codes uh, when they go into venues. The Premier said if we did all these things, that he would open the borders, open us to the rest of Australia. Yet what happened, he, he failed to do it because he per perceived a political advantage, not a health advantage, purely a political advantage for him. And he's clearly obsessed with his own popularity. Um, but still no plan, still no plan for, the, for Western Australia as to when we're going to open our borders properly to the rest of, of Australia. Now, the Premier makes much about uh, the fact that they've had some easing of restrictions on borders to the eastern states. But what we see critically is our overseas arrivals are a trickle. And the reason they're a trickle is the cap into Western Australia is so low that major airlines are not flying into Western Australia. Uh, even more than that, what did we see just uh, yesterday? That is Jetstar cancelling all flights into Perth. Imagine that. 
there were a major Australian airline cancelling all flights into Perth, and they said they did that because of the border closures, the restrictions and the rules in Western Australia. Now, thousands of people who had plans based around those flights uh, have lost that opportunity to travel to and from Western Australia, uh, but more so, the, the cost of those flights has gone through the roof. The cost of flights on the remaining airlines, which uh, are still flying into the state, I think have trebled. Um, so enormous cost to Western Australians, all because the Premier didn't stick to his plan and he's just making up things as he goes along, making up rules, refusing to open the border when he promised he'd do it. Uh, and, and that is having a real impact uh, on the people of Western Australia. You know, in, in many cases, and particularly for a lot of small businesses, people's lives are on hold. And, and we've got a Premier who cares more about politics than he does about good science, good medicine, uh, and the overall well-being of the people in Western Australia. One of the things uh, that has become apparent and you would have seen in the newspapers is that the Premier's approval rating is plummeting. And, and I uh, think uh, there's a very good reason for that and that is the people of Western Australia have finally realised that Mark McGowan's so-called social contract with the people of Western Australia is a one-sided contract. And that is, he expects you to follow all the rules. He expects you to stick to your agreements in what you say you're going to do. But he doesn't think he has to stick to anything. He thinks he can change his mind in a flash. He thinks that he can do whatever he likes because he's so popular. And people are seeing through that now. They're seeing the arrogance behind that. They're seeing that he ca only cares about his popularity, not good governance of the state of Western Australia. Uh, we've seen the Premier go from his high, Mr 90%, uh, and uh, we saw those popularity uh, uh, ratings come down to 64%, a massive drop over a matter of weeks um, uh, since uh, the end of last year. And, and I think it's little wonder. People of Western Australia are realising that they have a Premier that they can't trust. Uh, they can't trust him on a number of uh, fronts. They can't trust him. They can't trust that he's bothered to manage our state properly outside of shutting the borders. Uh, I gave my uh, what's called an address in reply to the Premier's statement. It's the, the first part of Parliament at the start of the year. Um, and, and one of the points I made in that speech is, to be brutally frank, there are four entry points into Western Australia, two main roads. Uh, there's uh, air and uh, uh, port access uh, coming into the state. It doesn't take a lot of skill to shut down those entry points into the state. It takes a lot of skill to manage the rest of the state properly. And, and we have a Premier who managed to shut the borders, which, as I say, requires no particular skill on his part. It's other people that pay the price for that, um, but has failed to manage the rest of the state. And again, people are seeing that. People who've been on elective surgery wait lists uh, for three, four, five years are being told that they're getting bumped, that, that they can't come into the hospitals because, and this is before COVID's in the hospitals, they can't go to the hospitals and get treatment because there isn't the capacity in the hospital uh, at the moment. Um, we look at a whole range of areas across our state economy. Uh, the the uh, uh, Department of Children's Services, uh, the, the mistreatment of children who are under the care of that department, 
is is really profound and disturbing and and I will talk about that again at another time because it is a, it is a topic that deserves some exploration. The children of Western Australia are being failed, vulnerable children in Western Australia are being failed by the McGowan Labor government. The Labor Party, you know, they've, they've ridden on the back of Mark McGowan's popularity. There's no doubt whatsoever it was the preeminent factor leading into the state election, which uh, you know, was a historic win for the Labor Party on a national scale. Uh, and there's no doubt that, that that held them in good stead. But what we've seen in this federal election campaign, the federal election that has to be held before the end of May this year, uh, we've seen that the Labor Party in Western Australia is hoping to ride in on the coattails of Mark McGowan. I mean, you hardly hear a peep, let's be frank, you hardly hear a peep out of the Labor candidates. They hope to do what the Labor candidates did in the state election, and that is just have a big picture of Mark McGowan with a smaller picture of the candidate because they're not important. Uh, and Mark McGowan saying, you've got to vote for the Labor Party in the federal election. Um, well, clearly that strategy is unravelling because the people of Western Australia are seeing through this strongman image. As I said, anyone can shut the place down, but it takes a skilled person, one, to make hard decisions um, that aren't always popular, but also to manage the rest of the state. Uh, you can see, you know, clearly doubts in the Labor Party now forming about, is it really going to be Mark McGowan carrying them across the line in the federal election? And I'd encourage any of you looking at that, go and look at the candidates, look at what they stand for. Uh, Anthony Albanese, the leader of the uh, Labor Party federally, now this is a person when he was a union official wanted to bring in death taxes. In fact, is, is, uh, wanted to bring in not just death taxes, but a raft of taxes. Someone who has never held uh, an economic portfolio in government or opposition, has never held a national security portfolio in government or opposition, but the Labor Party want to make him the next Prime Minister of Australia. Imagine that, someone who is profoundly inexperienced to be going into that role. As I say, if the Labor Party think they're going to ride into uh, uh, massive electoral victories in Western Australia like they did in the state election, on the back of Mark McGowan for the federal election, I think they're very mistaken. Um, thank you very much for listening uh, today. Um, please don't forget um, that uh, people can subscribe to this as a podcast on iTunes or uh, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, you can also watch the video version of this on Facebook if you just look up uh, Dr. David Honey, search that on Facebook, you get all of these uh, uh, videos available to you as well. So please tell your friends, share it, and as I've said before, please give me feedback, really appreciate that, and uh, uh, really appreciate the input that you make uh, and give back to me. Thank you very much.